0: ready to roll, ready to roll. It's only stew podcast number 35. Yes, 35 in the can. And I do not know if you listen to number 34, but people have voted. And that was the greatest podcast that Alex and I have ever done. Podcast number 34 had energy, had a lot of pertinent information. And if you did not listen to it, fuck you and die. You scumbag lowlife piece of shit. I thought you got my fucking back. But anyway, if you did enjoy the podcast, uh, I'm glad that you're with us. Today's Podcast 35, and I am ready to roll. Alex, I got a lot of beefs. I got a lot of shit I got to unload here. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Who's up on the beef list? Uh, First of all, we're going to go with Ozempic, okay? Because let me tell you something. This drug is a scumbag drug. It's for scumbags, lowlifes, losers, incompetent people, people who can't take care of their business, unfortunately, I am now one of them. So Friday happened and I knew Friday was gonna be ugly and Alex, I went to the doctor um, and it was like a death sentence and there was nothing really I could do because this is severe, severe abuse over the last three months. Supposed to get my fucking shit together like a year ago, planned on running the Chicago Marathon and making it my fucking bitch and the only bitch here is me. So Friday I went to the doctor alley and let me just put on my glasses so I can read these numbers because they are so fucking bad. First of all my A1c was 12.8
1: and give the recommended where uh, they you're want supposed it, to be. they
0: want it at six okay so double it's, it's double uh, my sugars are 310 fasting what do they want that? Uh, they want that at 90 so quadruple. Uh, my triglycerides are 306 and they want them at like 90. Okay, so 3.2. Cholesterol's 258. They want that at 70. Testosterone, 605. Shout out testosterone. If I fucked your girl, she'd know what she's been missing. Still not a second load, just that first load. What is that? Is that high? Uh, no, it's exactly where it should be. So the T-shots are working. T-shots are working. Shout out T-shots. My PSA was 6.3, which is a little high. But my urologist has been monitoring that and it went as high as eight and then I took the fucking test and then it went down to four. So it's, it's roughly where it is. The LDL is a buck and a half. That's not terrible. That should be like under a hundred. So um, these numbers are horrific because they've been this way since I'm 50 years old. They've been this way for 12 years. So my self-medicating process of starving, extreme exercise, losing a ton of weight, and then binging is pretty much my MO. So it's pretty much for the last 12 years, Alex, it's four months clean, eight months disaster. And that's pretty much my MO. So finally, I said to the doctor, all right,
1: doc, I surrender. We need help here. I don't want to die. Congra- Listen, that's a big step because people don't realize how how your, your stance on this is very, very strong are uh, not doing it so this is a this is a this is growth yeah i
0: feel like a loser yeah growth <laughs> so anyway
1: i'm like the fucking sheep i'm like all you
0: sheep out there right now shout out sheep um i've never fucked a sheep nor will i why I'm, why do but you, i know people who do you? you couldn't just sheep. shout
1: out sheep why'd you have to talk about fucking
0: animals because i saw this movie once where like 15 guys fucked like three sheep and it was what fucking at, gross. what movie did you watch it was called fucking sheep Listen, shout
1: out fucking sheep. That's called
0: bestiality. Exactly. It's illegal, but they did it. So anyway, uh, so human trafficking. But anyway, so the moral to the story is this. I went to the doctor Friday and the doctor read me the riot act and she put me on cholesterol medication, which I've been off for about a year. She doubled my sugar medication, my diabetes medication, and she put me on Ozempic, which I shot in my thigh on Saturday. So today's Tuesday. So I've been on it Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay, so three days. And it's trying to suppress my appetite. Now, you could fucking do whatever the fuck you want. But my brain says I'm still eating, which I have. So it's made me extremely queasy and really not feeling great. Just not feeling great. My stomach's like gurgling a little bit. My poops have been solid. So uh, nothing nothing to say about that. Like let's say if there's a loose poop or if I had diarrhea, if I was throwing up, I would go back to the doctor and beat her fucking face in and stab her in the no, early. No, no. You, be can't, you can't say this. Why can't I say you that? You just can't do this. Well, it's it's not real. No. I can't even say it's no. funny. No, not funny. All right.
1: I'm not going to do that to my doctor, but I in my head I want to. Because There you go. See, you could say you could rationalize your crazy mind. Okay. That's in my nothing. mind I want to. Correct. I think if you I I don't know the legal term. No, the legal loophole, but mm-hmm. like I don't think you could say that in your head. I don't think you're, you know, I think that's safe. All right. All I don't the, think it's illegal to talk women, about what your mind wants to do. All the and women, don't don't go to where you're going. All right. You got to stop out, that.
0: Shout out all the women. Correct. That I've that's loved it. before. Boom. That Done. became In and Out My Front Door. No. I dedicate this song. I'm glad you came along to all the girls I've loved before. All right. So anyway, so the doctor says to me, we're going on Ozempic. So she put me on the lowest dose of Ozempic, and then they work their way up. Now, when I went partying in the Hamptons, shout out Hamptons, shout out people who are worth 100 million, quarter of a billion, billion, five billion, ten billion. That's who I party with. That's who I hang with. Who are they? None of your fucking business. That's the bottom line. But anyway, when I party with those people, they're all on Magerno. I think that's the drug, Magerno. They say that is better than Ozempic. When I confronted my doctor, let's go right to Magerno. They said no, because it's too strong. We start at the bottom, we work your way up, and then you go on Moderno if if you need it. Now, what this drug does is it kills your appetite. There's no self-control here. There's no learning how to eat different foods. This is a drug that kills your appetite, makes you not want to eat. And I ate like a pig Saturday, ate like a pig Sunday, ate like a pig yesterday. Today, I'm going to eat less than 2,000 calories, no sugar. And then throughout the week, I guess I'll try to get rid of carbs completely, but it's very hard right now. But I guess it'll be easier because I'm on some fucking jerk-off drug. Metformin. <clears throat> What's metformin?
1: Is that the other one?
0: No, Majorno. Oh,
1: I don't think it's, I think it's metformin. No,
0: metformin is a basic uh, drug for diabetes. There's another shot. I Ma- think Moderno is... Uh... Majer- Majer- Maybe I'm saying it wrong.
1: Okay, it's not that it
0: no- for uh No, it's moderno. I think the drug is. Maybe it's a different drug. All right, all right, keep going. I was just trying to... The quest to stay alive with drugs has started. The next phase after this, if I eat on this Ozempic drug and I gain weight on Ozempic and I can't get my food together, is insulin. So, uh, And then once I'm on insulin... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm never off insulin. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because like, I don't like that the drug is telling my appetite to calm down because who the fuck are you? You tell me anything, but I guess I've hit the bottom and that's where we're at right now. So I gained last week, I went from 191 to 193 and change again, like 2.4, but that's I'm telling you right now, only getting 2.4 is a fucking miracle. I'm so happy. It's that's like losing hundred pounds because I ate last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
1: Mongero? Mongero. A- there we go. Okay. What was I saying? I you said Moderna. Oh, that's the right. Mongero. Right. Manj- shout out Mongero. Travis Kelsey fucked you up. Right. He's the Pfizer guy, but you, oh. you got it. Right. Oh, okay. Keep shout out. out. Shout out Mongero. Okay. Right. So that's the drug. that's all that what the rich people
0: are on. You know, if you got real money, if you're worth 15, 20, 50, 100, 200 million, a billion,
1: you're on men. Now, do you think the doctors, since you're since you're not at that level, what you're saying is all the rich people are on that. So do you think the poor doctor, I mean, you're not a poor person, but you're you're not at the rich doctor place. Do you think they give you like you can't take this because you're poor, but they give you like it's too strong. They give you those terms so that they keep the poor people out of the rich people drug. Do you think that? Is what just happened? Absolutely. Okay. I'm considered in most circles a very, very poor,
0: rich person. Correct. You know what I mean? I'm a poor, rich person. I mean, to most you people, know, you're rich. Out, but, but, uh, the, but you're not Not the people I have. You're not you know, 100 like, million. Right. Correct. A $15 million guy is a poor, rich person. Got it. And that's really what it is. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Can't buy an island.
1: Can't buy a fucking private plane. You know, just can't do it. Where'd you go with that? Where'd your mind immediately go with island private plane? Say it. Say um, it. First name. First name. Go. Spit it out. I know what you're thinking. Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Tom Brady owns an island and a private jet. John Elway. Come on. And who, what plane were they on? Where Where are they going? What island? Barack Obama. Yeah. What What island were they going to? Fantasy Island. Who's, the plane. The plane.
0: You went. Rick- you Riccardo didn't go Maccoban? to Epstein.
1: You You didn't go Epstein. That wasn't in your head right there when you went private island, private jet.
0: Get out of the gutter. You're a sick fuck. I no, never, I, never one second. That's where I went. Some jerk off guy who should be fucking hung in infinitum that killed himself in jail that well, technically, abused children. I don't go there. Wait, I don't listen. Technically i got was pussy hung. all my life. Women were all my cock. I never needed someone. I never needed a wingman. I need dick. I show up. I smell the bush, they're on my cock, I never had a problem. Now, 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 if you were a pervert or you were a deceptive little lowlife scum or you were a deviant and you didn't have the dick to look your woman in the fucking eye and say, I'm fucking other bush. Yeah, you go to these jerk-off islands you might be involved with this scumbag Jeffrey Epstein. Uh shout out. Uh God took his fucking life well before Yom Kippur closed the fucking book on that Jew-kike scumbag's fuck. Fuck you Epstein. And that whore that's in jail right now that fucking took all the, I I don't go there. Elaine Maxwell. Right. I don't no. need to go there. That's it's Listen, crazy. I'm just that's saying why people who rape people or sexual say, you know, somebody says, "No, go next." There's Bottom. a fucking, there's a there's millions of women spreading their legs, wet pussy. What's the problem? Why do you have to be a deviant? Straight up. Someone says, no, go to the next one. Keep going. They're a dime a dozen. They're like a bus. They come every fucking 10 minutes. Stop already.
1: Bottom line is he's ruined the term private island, private jet that's where my mind immediately he's oh. top of the search oh well I when I think of a
0: private island and, and a private jet I don't think of Michael Jackson just jerking off seven year old boys that's not where I go shout out Macaulay Culkin you never came clean he wasn't a private you island fucked up your ass he was, by Michael Jackson he was, you never fucking came clean you're a scumbag you allowed that piece of shit to abuse whoa, whoa, whoa. little kids you just bre- you... fuck home alone no 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 Macaulay Culkin fuck home alone you should be alone a jail cell because you allowed other boys to get raped Whoa. molested because you didn't have the dick to show up and say what he did to you so oh okay he's my friend wait wait, wait. he couldn't have college. stopped it he's a, yes he could have how well, well he could have fucking said uh, he was uh, a kid after getting... he got fucked up his ass he could have said i'm hungry then taken a fork and stabbed michael jackson's cock and then stabbed him in both eyes and then his nose like i would fuck his giant fucking fake little nose michael jackson you rest in hell you scumbag pedophile piece of shit you fucking made your nose small because you wanted to look white you ain't white you're a
1: fucking piece of garbage Whoa. but whoa, anyway so wait, i don't wait, go there wait, correct, I don't statement. Go to the correct that statement well you're not white you're a piece of garbage you got to correct that what you what you mean here you gotta well, fix that fix that own who you are okay. he made his nose smaller so he looked white that's definitive I don't, you think that's I, he what do you it?
0: mean that's a guaranteed 100 percent. what do you mean his brothers his fathers his fans said well, what you're doing michael is you're making yourself look white you want to look white you want to you don't want to own who know. you are you know who you are you're a fucking pedophile you should die i haven't listened to thriller since i watched an hbo special and those two guys talked about their entire lives Getting fucked up their ass and finger fucked by you because no one stepped in.
1: All right, now look. Shout out, no one stepping in. You put a thousand people in the room, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you, you tell them that their votes are anonymous. Yes. You tell them that there will be children. Yes. That are ruined from this experience. Yes. But you don't get Michael Jackson's music. I guarantee 75% let it slide. They might morally be opposed to it, but since it's not them or anyone that they knew that got raped, they're choosing the music over the rape every single time. I think Michael Jackson
0: has literally gotten the biggest pass in the fucking world because he's a scum. Listen, yeah, but he—he—he's he's a—he's a, a fucking. You gotta rapist. separate the
1: artist from the person. I don't. That's I don't do that. Not when you're a pedophile. Like I'm just saying I'm just who's, saying it,
0: who's the other great guy that was with uh, Michael Jackson right around the exact same time that had uh
1: all night long all night
0: he's on like America he's on that that show right now America's got talent or whatever they really, um what the fuck is his name he was amazing he had like the fourth biggest album ever he beat his wife but then he came back from it what I the fuck know. is his before name
1: before my time but oh no I'm no okay so of- anyway
0: so he beat his wife and and he got absolution. Michael Jackson raped millions of boys and got absolution. I don't fucking understand it. It's ridiculous. Lionel Richie? Lionel Richie, yeah. right. He was a low-life scumbag piece of shit. Now he cries when somebody sings the best song. He beat his fucking wife. He beat her senseless. He fucking pummeled her. You scumbag. Will Smith should have fucking smacked your bitch fucking ass. And forget about smacking Chris Rock. Because you're a cunt. You're a piece of shit, Lon Richie. The two people in the world that have got... Fucking free passes. Michael Jackson. Well, he's fucking dead. Thank God. And Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie walks around singing songs about love. Hey, yeah, it's love until you beat your fucking wife to death and she fucking sues you and you got to make a settlement, you cunt. So, anyway. See, I don't
1: know any of this Lionel Richie stuff.
0: It's true. What do you mean? I'm just saying. He's a fucking, he's a scumbag. He got a pass from life. Could he beat his wife's face in and had hundreds of millions to settle? But he's a cunt. He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. Fuck his music. Fuck Michael Jackson and fuck his music. Fuck both of them. Speaking of fucking somebody, how good does Dua Lipa look? I'm just throwing that in. Shout out Dua Lipa. Uh, Taylor Swift, you might be banging Travis Kelsey right now, but you couldn't hold Dua Lipa's thong. I just want to say that. Shout it out. That's Who it. couldn't hold her thong? Taylor. Uh-huh. Taylor. Like in reality, is a 10. Taylor's a hard Taylor's a soft 7.1.
1: I mean, in reality. I mean, she's a fabulous singer. What's a hard seven point one look like? That's a fucking wild. Well, because
0: because in reality, she's just some basic blonde bitch with fucking blue eyes. You're gonna get the Swifties on you. You don't fuck Listen, how about Don't say it? Don't say it. Listen, I love Swifties. I fucking I went to a Jingle Ball and took my son's. You uh, are a Swiftie. I am a Swiftie. I was a Swiftie before these fucking girls were born. Okay. So shut the fuck up, Swifties. Okay. Suck my cock just like Taylor Swift is sucking Travis Kelsey's cock. I want all Swifties on my dick. I just want to tell you, I I banged a lot of Swifties. Shout out Swifties. I love you. What you just said. Shout out Swifties. I love you. I take back anything bad I said about you because you're great Lays. Because all when I was fucking.
1: You, we were singing songs to Taylor Swift. You have to, you have to, you have to justify your statement. You said I was a Swifty before they were born, but you also fucked them, and you also just went on a rant about pedophiles. So, you know, just,
0: just talk. No, about... no, a lot of Swifties right now are in their teens and twenties. I'm sixteens and twenties is another I, listen, gray area. The first time Taylor Swift ever sang a song was at Jingle Ball. And I was there spending 1700 each for four fifth row center seats. So she cost me 6800 in like 2006.
1: Just cover yourself. They were illegal.
0: Le- of course oh, they were legal. Right. Well,
1: listen, I don't know. Shout those, out legal. Those two statements back to back are a little little iffy. Shout right? out fucking legal.
0: All right, so let's get back to this fucking Ozempic. So it's as like, of right now, it's a long, As of long right O-Zempic. now, I'm on Ozempic. As of right now, my numbers have to come down. I'm seeing the doctors in a month. I'm going to have to eat less. I'm going to have to not smoke pot and I'm just going to have to live and we'll see what happens. I mean, of course I'm going to lose weight because it makes you not want to eat.
1: Well, you're, you're, you just were wrong. You had a wrong assumption about what the drug is. Correct. Was. And it was not a wrong assumption. Correct. It was just what you, what you thought was that you could take this drug and just eat at will. Right. And somehow you're going to, lo- that's not a thing. I would have never agreed to go on it if, if I really knew what it, what it is, but I'm on it, but I wouldn't have agreed. But what? But what you agreed to is not a real thing.
0: I, well, listen that's like
1: me. almost agreeing to become. I Superman. live in the clouds. I live in
0: non-reality. Nothing about my life is reality. That's fair. That's fair. Shout out! I live in the clouds. My feet are not on the ground. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, we're flying today to. Well, we're flying on Tuesday, to uh, Chicago to do Barstool Sports Advisors. Uh, Sandy and I. Flying to Chicago, shout out Barstool Chicago, to do season six, week four, Barstool Sports Advisors. We have three in the can already. It was Jersey Jerry, then it was Dave, then it was Jersey Jerry, and now it'll be Jersey Jerry for the foreseeable future. Again, phenomenally, I mean, we're going to talk positives, phenomenally for the second week in a row on the show. I advertise my Barstool Special, which is my signature games during Sunday, okay? Those are three best bets, three human locks, three burials, three blowouts, three routes that I charge $69, favorite number, fair position. It's how I get paid off the show. Uh, It's a paywall and it's paywall stew, but I'm not charging like 5000 or $10,000 or 1000 or 500 or $250, $69. Three best bets. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, advertised a three-team parley, three two-team parlays, three, two three straight-up bets on my commercial. Bang, bang, bang. Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Green Bay. Perfect three and oh, two weeks ago. Then last week, three of maybe the greatest calls ever. I went right back with the Green Bay Packers. I gave you the Indianapolis Colts plus seven and a half and they won outright wire to wire to wire. And I gave you the Houston Texans plus seven and a half and they won outright wire to wire to wire. So I hit a three-team parlay, three two-team parlays, three straight-up bets, back-to-back weeks. Each week, if you played all the parlays and everything, it pays 16.8 to one. 16.8 to one, 16.8 to one. So the thing I have to say to you is you're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. Again... Uh, this will be going for seven, eight, nine in a row, and it'll be going for my third straight week. Barstool special, $69, favorite number, favorite position. Uh, obviously, it's up right now. It's stewfinder.com. So that's the positive. Now, um, I think I went like uh, two and three on the show, but I lost my mortal lock with using the Denver Broncos, who, who got beat by the Miami Dolphins 70 to 20. Now, I want to explain something to you. First of all, I'm two and one for the year, um, 66% on my mortal locks, okay? Um, if you combine it with last year, we're now 17 wins, five losses, two ties. So any of you scumbags, lowlifes, degenerate gamblers, and part of me really wishes that God closes the book of life on you because you're such pieces of shit. Have the dick, have the balls, have the gumption. You were raised so wrong to ever come at me for a loser for free. I've gone 17 wins, five losses, two ties, mortal locks. For free. Not charging you for free. So you're gonna get on me that I lost a game by 50. Listen, listen. It doesn't matter if we lost by a half a point backdoor or 50. It's a loser, big deal. And I'm with you. If the team I'm going with is not gonna cover, I want death, destruction, and their season ruined at that specific moment. So when Denver got blown out, I kept helping, I was clapping. <clears throat> 40 points, 50 points, 60, 70. I hate Sean Payton. He's a scumbag, okay? I had the um, Green Bay Packers. No, I had the Minnesota Vikings winning the Super Bowl the year that they uh, the Saints put the bounty on Brett Favre, and they lost in overtime, and he threw the pick. And then the Saints, I think, beat the Indianapolis Colts in the Super Bowl, where uh, Sean Payton... Uh, I think he onside kick at half, and uh, Peyton Manning was dog shit like he normally is in a big game. He's just fucking garbage. He's crap. He, you know, the two Super Bowls he's won, really, he's been dog shit. Devin Hester, we, we were in 2005 in Miami when uh, Peyton Manning won his first Super Bowl against the Chicago Bears. Devin Hester run the kickoff back for a touchdown. Electric. Uh, he Amazing, right? One of the crazy, the loudest we've ever heard in our lives. They brought the whole family. Um, and then he was against Rex Grossman and the Bears, Um, last time the Bears ever will ever, 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 ever ever have a shot to
1: ever win a Super Bowl. Quick fact, quick fact, Bears right now, Yes, the Denver Broncos just got beat 70 to 20. Little fun fact, you could throw out Big Cat. They got beat 70 to 20. The Bears still have a worse differential, point differential over the first three weeks.
0: Well, I mean, the Bears are a dumpster fire. That's crazy. I mean, I feel so bad for Barstool Eddie, and I feel, you know, Chief, and everyone there that are absolute bear fans. Oh, it's Same a way. miserable
1: existence. Oh, I mean, like, but they're they hopeless. didn't even get they didn't even get a a, a little wince. Nothing of happiness.
0: Nothing. Yeah, I mean, ish. it's rough. I mean, they're rough. It's rough. It's horrible. They have no clue. They have no
1: clue on either side of the ball. I don't even know if you could blow the whole thing up because what are you gonna do? You have to tank for Caleb Williams. That's what you do. You have to lose every game. Now you can not start winning. You have to lose every game, and, and they him. might they might lose every game. You have to get him. I get, listen, whoever
0: gets Caleb Williams is automatically like, it's like John Elway. It's like Joe Montana. It's like Tom Brady. I've never seen someone do what he does. Oh, how now they're playing um, Colorado this week. Yes. Okay. Shout out. Great call in Oregon. Uh, They pissed on Colorado. Listen, I got sucked in late money came in on Colorado. I like Colorado. They got fucking blown out. It was a fucking embarrassing. It was men against boys. And it shows you how strong Travis Hunter is because at least no, if he no. was in that game, it, they would have put the same. up... They would have put up fourteen same. points, twenty-one points. No, no no, 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 no. It might have been he worse. He would have had a pick. No, he would have had a pick. No, they went not They wouldn't have beat him so bad. Come no. on. No, he's he's
1: fourteen points. I'm seven telling Seven on one
0: side of the ball, seven on the other side of the ball. He would have stopped touchdowns. He would have scored a touchdown. You could argue. Travis Hunter is
1: fourteen points. They might have. They might have actually played a fourth quarter at Oregon if Travis Hunter was in the game because if he made one stop, they would have got that stop back at the end of the game. They they took their foot off the pedal. That game could have been way worse. Okay. It was men against boys. Yes. It was it was men against boys. What was my point? I forgot my fucking point here. Where was
0: I going? What was um, I talking Travis about? Travis Hunter, uh, USC is playing Colorado. Oh, okay, USC is playing Colorado. But anyway, so I just want to say to all you lowlifes out there, fuck you, okay? <sighs> fuck you. Fuck your mother. You're a scumbag. I hope you get no pussy. I hope when you get pussy... You get a fucking STD forever and I hope it ruins your life. That's like a cr- scarlet letter on your cock. Don't, don't come put that, at me. Don't put that evil on for me. losing one fucking game, you pieces of garbage. I was rooting Denver to get murdered, but it's one game. I'm the greatest NFL handicapper ever. I prove it every single fucking week on Barstool Sports Advisors. Do you realize that? If you pay me $69, I've won sixteen point eight back to back weeks for you three and a back-to-back weeks i put a fucking mortal lock out there 17 5 and 2 come on now please please i deserve respect but you trolls not not the people listening to this podcast let's hope let's say five percent of your trolls and scumbags i hope you die while you're listening to this but um the trolls out there the internet are disgusting it's gross and normally all I do is get love. And the weirdest thing is this. I came at a couple of people hard. And they're about why you're pissing on me about the Broncos. And they're like, Stu, I'm sorry. I was I didn't even think you were gonna read this. That's the weirdest part. Like, when people respond negatively to normal people, they mean it. When people respond negative to me, they're just like negative to the crowd. It's a crowd thing. It's not me because I've I literally personally confronted five people you know what every one of them said "Stu, i'm so so sorry Stu i was fucking around Stu, i never ever ever thought you were going to respond to me or you even read these things i love you so my so wife what is, loves you what does that my take away what you. does
1: that take away stop being so soft i the like the engagement that, the takeaway is that people could say anything disgusting but they really don't mean it but it wasn't disgusting it's all fake it wasn't disgusting. There was a few. It, listen, I'm gonna be honest. Most of it is you just got to take it on the chin. I like the engagement. When we get blown out by 50, we have a 75 comments. I'm okay with it. I enjoy it. I actually recommend it. And you spinned it perfectly because you put my greatest call ever in Super Bowl 50, Denver Broncos. Correct. So, so you turned, it helped. You turn they the negative press helped get us like a couple million views. But I also. When you make a bet, if you're going to lose, why the fuck do you want it to be a close game and get beat by a hook? Right. Like why, I'd rather get beat by a hundred. You knew you were dead the second play of that game. Yeah, so true. you can move on. You could live bet another 1 p.m. game. You could go to the four. You could. There's a lot you could do. And it doesn't at, really matter. As it turns out, um, my motor lock, I try to give the best bet.
0: And normally I get the field early in the week. And obviously, it's not my best bet Sunday morning sitting in the captain's chair. Not but it always. Is my, but it is my best bet normally. Normally plays out. That game, a lot of money came in on Denver late. And they didn't think Sean Payton could go 0-3. Neither did I. They didn't think Russell Wilson could go 0-3. Neither did I. And I didn't know if Denver was going to win the game outright, but I absolutely thought they'd covered the number. As I read about it a year ago, Sean Payton, Pissed all over Tua. Really had a lot of disparaging comments for Tua when Sean Payton was part of the, uh, I guess, ESPN or NFL, whatever he was, he did the play-by-play for the games. And he was great. Sean Payton was fucking great. As a coach, I fucking hate him. As an announcer, I love him. But anyway, so this was payback. I did not know that. This was bulletin board material for a year. Tua has been waiting to play Sean Payton to put him in a coffin. And he put him in a body bag and he put him in a coffin and we're on to next week. So that's the bottom line. So we're flying to Chicago and uh, we're gonna go to the Bally's Casino again and, uh, you know, give my wife a little money to gamble and I don't gamble, you know, mid nineties, I stopped gambling and gambling for me, you know, if I'm gonna bet 200, 500, 1,000, 2,000, certain even times 5,000, I don't consider that gambling. That's not gambling. That's like me tipping at a fucking uh, breakfast restaurant. Okay, that's not money, okay? So when I go there now, I limit myself. I'm fucking grab 300 and I fuck around. That's all I'll do. My wife is serious. She's hardcore slot. So we're going to go to the Bally's Casino. Then there's a steak restaurant right across the street. And we're going to go right to that steak restaurant and bang it out tonight. So I'm having steak tonight. But again, I can't fucking eat because I'm on this jerk of drugs. So I, like I'm lost. I don't know what to do.
1: You can whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! I, I'm Let's, gonna go to the steak restaurant. You're making I'm it have, seem like I'm you can I'm gonna eat. order a flaming yun and eat a third of okay. it. I'm going to order a baked potato and eat a third of it. I'm going to order asparagus because I like the way my pee smells when I eat asparagus. That's gross. And then I'm going to go to the bathroom and, and sniff it the ambiance You could of easily
1: piss. bang out a filet. It's not like your appetite, you can't eat a filet mignon. You just can't have 45 appetizers like no, that. I
0: mean, do. I got to be on a 2,000 calorie diet, or no, but be, be honest with you. That's a normal diet. Everything I'm saying diet. might change because at 12 o'clock today, 12 o'clock, 12, I'm meeting with a nutritionist. She's supposed to be the number one nutritionist in the world. Recommend it to me. And I'm going to unconditionally follow, have, have full trust in her and follow her food plan. Because my food plan ain't working. You know, <laughs> 10,000 calories a day, you know, seven joints a day. And Ozempic ain't going to cut the fucking shit. Because I'm going to be, my, my stomach's going to be swirly-whirly. And I'm going to have a headache and I'm gaining weight. What the fuck am I doing? You know, what the fuck am I doing? So my plans for today is steak, but it might change. I just want to sh- say shout out, might change. Everything might change. So we're going to go to Chicago. We, we, Alex, we stayed at this new hotel. Uh, the first two weeks we stayed at the Hilton Canopy in uh, the city of Chicago, which was beautiful. Brand new, beautiful, loved it. But now we're in the... Hilton, Chicago. And this might be the biggest hotel I've ever seen in my fucking life. You love it. Love it. Can't you, get enough. So you of like it way better. Much better. Just the bigger, the bigger, bigger the better, bigger, the better shout That's out bigger, the better. Fair. But this is a, it looks like you're in a, uh, you're in a town. I mean, they got rooms. They got, you could buy jewelry. You, it looks like you're in an Atlantic city casino. It looks like you're in the Plaza hotel, in New York. It's gorgeous. So we'll be staying at the uh, hotel, Chicago tonight. Uh shout out hotel, Chicago. And just having the greatest life. I love Chicago. I love everything about Chicago. I love the people. I love uh, the service. I love the ambiance. I love all the buildings. I love the water around the buildings. Again, I've repeated myself, but I'm saying again, it's like one-fifth the size of New York, but squeaky clean. Now, obviously, you know, the elephant in the room is dying. And the elephant in the room is uh, gun violence. And the elephant in the room is people getting killed. I have not seen that so far. I have not uh, seen uh, one gunshot or a gun, or I have not been robbed or being held up, or I have not been any, anybody else killed. So, Are you, are you, are you kind of temp- tempting that? No, I'm just saying, like every time I say I'm going to Chicago, I swear on top of God, the first thing people say to me is be careful. Everybody says be careful. Be careful, be careful, be careful. Hey, I'm going to Chicago, be careful. Hey, I'm going to Chicago, be careful. Hey, I'm going to Chicago. Stu, be careful. But so far, I don't see what all the worrying is about. Sounds Let me like just say that.
1: Sounds like you're tempting it. Let's just, I'm not tempting shit. I don't want to get shot. I don't know. If I heard this and I was a, I was a shooter, I'm tempting. I'm, you know, Can I, I take that as a... Would you think less of me if
0: I see a shooter shooting at me and I take mom and put her in front of me? Yeah, it's crazy. So I can have mom as like a shield to absorb the bullets while I run. If I was mom, I would use you as a shield. Okay, so. You're a bigger body. All right, well, it's not really. She's very slow, she's lethargic. So what you're saying is that if someone's shooting, I have to jump in front of mom, absorb the bullets,
1: and call it a day. No, I don't think you have to. I think you just. Listen, I'm. I've actively thought about this. All right, here's All right. the. Bo- I'm gonna ask the question. Shooter. I'm I'm getting the fuck out of there. Okay,
0: I'm asking the question, and it I'm has not to, saving listen, anybody. I don't want to hear shit. I'm asking the question. It's you, it's me, mom, on no. a boat in the middle of the ocean,
1: yeah. and the boat cat sizes. Who yeah. do you save? I'm I'm stepping on each one of your shoulders to get on top of a raft. You're out of your fucking mind.
0: Shout out. You guys, that's the right answer. You guys you save 30? yourself and you use your parents' bodies or whoever you picked as chum. Correct, Alex. Ding, you guys ding, 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 had 30 ding, 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 years ding. to
1: live. I'm not giving up. I have Shout so out, much Alex. more life.
0: That's the right answer. Yourself, your mother, your father on a boat in the middle of the ocean, capsized. Who
1: do you save? You save yourself. Fuck your mother. Fuck your father. You save yourself. Bottom line is this, you know on those airplanes when it says like, uh, when the mask falls, you got it. the directions are, apply your mask before helping, because there was probably some jerk off who thought, let's save my, you know, kid, and then they try to put their mask on, they failed to put their mask on, they end up dying, the kid ends up dying, it's a morbid situation, that's why you save yourself first. Once you're safe, then you can think about, you know, what to do next.
0: If I can re, if I can go back a little bit in time, in 1984, um, I built my business. 1982, by 1984, I was a multimillionaire, 23 years old, I had 30 people work for me, writing three million a year. If you worked for me in 1984, you made between a thousand to three thousand a week. You worked 50 weeks a year, like animals, seven days a week. We never took off, and then I gave you two weeks off, prorated whatever you made for the year. So let's say you made 150 thousand for the year, I gave you six thousand for two weeks vacation to get the job. And you can imagine the job was a line out the door. I had, uh, road scholars. I had people from Harvard, Yale. I had people coming out of jail, total criminals, mafia hoodlums, street urchins, actors and actresses wanting jobs with me because the word was on the street, A, you earn a ton of money working for Stu Finer. B, you learn a profession that helps you in life forever, builds confidence, you understand how to control conversations, you understand how to Uh, achieve your goals and in addition to it you you know how to be a professional actor where i used to give you scripts and in a room with 30 people at the top of your lungs you used to scream the script out as i walked around like hitler screaming at you i can't hear you i can't hear you you're too low and i would randomly tap you on the shoulder and say this is not for you this is not for you this is not for you but you never even got into that room if you did not answer the question right And the first question was, if yourself, your mother, your father are in the ocean and the boat capsizes, who would you save? And most people save their mother. You don't work for me. (laughs) The balance of people save their father. You're not working for me. You have to save yourself because there has to be a self-worth, self-survival, and you have to be selfish. There's nothing wrong with being selfish. And for you to work for me at that time, you had to be a killer. You had to be the best because the competition was fierce. I had hundreds of people every day wanting to work for me. And I turned 99% of them down. But if you didn't answer that question right, you were fucking done. So shout out if yourself, your mother, your father, on a boat, capsize, you save yourself. And the best answer was saving myself and I would take my dead corpses of my parents hang them to the side of the boat and use them as chum while I fished. That was the best answer ever. Shout out. That's the best answer. So basically going back to Barcelona Sports Advisors, uh, I'm on a roll with the paid picks, paywall stew, paywall stew, paywall stew. Why am I going to pay you? Because most of you look at any tout, any person that sells picks as a lowlife, a scumbag, a piece of shit, and a loser. First of all, fuck you. And I probably fucked your grandmother or your mother. And if I fucked your girl or your daughter or your sister or your wife, she'd
1: know what she's been missing. That's and what wide. would she miss? What, explain the method of sex because well, someone she, asked, she, what she is would 15, miss, 15, 30? She would
0: miss first of all someone being great in bed, which you're not, and you never will be. I don't care if you got a 10 inch cock, fuck you. You have no idea how to fuck. It's fifteen minutes eating ass. Okay. It's fifteen minutes licking clit, and it's thirty minutes fucking. And you can't hold your low bring a fucking vibrator. Or a strap-on, whatever it is. And so that is the 15 15 That's so. the method. That's the perfect hour of sex. Shout out, you're welcome. Shout out, you're welcome. Shout out, you're welcome. Okay, that's number one. But um, the point of the matter is this. When we do the show, we do the best we can with the games. So the games are free and you should just say thank you. Thank you. You should get on your fucking knees for the laughter that we give you, for the enjoyment, and just say thank you. That's the bottom line. So again, I have no issue with nobody. I just want to stated my personal case. I'm a pro, okay. So when I do th- like this, is pulling down the curtain. Like you're you're listening to the podcast, so I'm pulling down the curtain when I do the show. I'm all happy. I'm energy. I I I live at positives. Big Cat, maybe, Big Cat might give me a hard time. Maybe Jersey Jerry. Jersey Jerry never gives me a hard time because he just can't compete. He's not, like, Jersey Jerry is a fabulous talker if you just talk, like, let him talk. But if you debate him, he, he's mush, he's too nice of a guy, he just crumbles. Similar to Big Cat, be honest with you, Dave doesn't crumble, that's why I like Dave. So when I used to say, Dave, you're a scumbag, you're a lowlife, you're a whore, you're a piece of shit, I hope you die, he came back with, well, fuck you, Stu. Stu, you're a scumbag. Stu, you're lucky I reinvented you, Stu. Uh, I put you on the map. So I like that banter. See, uh, Big Cat and uh, Jersey Jerry won't go in the gutter. But the point is this, season six, week four will be our single best show ever because I'm coming blazing I'm coming on fire I'm coming with energy with just so much shit that I'm going to dump on people so much excitement I'm going to be so funny it's a must see that's the bottom line. so I want to talk about something right now Alex Uh, it's sad it's very sad the pirate ship and the ball bath are gone no more rest in peace shout out pirate ship shout out Ballbath. now I think I told the story last week I'll tell it again um Jimmy Key plus a buck 40 Mike Messina plus a buck 24 thousand dollar reverse we're on like twenty three thousand. 000 Aaron oddly enough was uh, a bookmaker in Oceanside and he used to pay with us with checks and the checks were drawn from the Bank of Chicago pretty funny pretty funny so um I was a third partner in the deal It was me, it was uh, Don Driscoll, and it was my brother-in-law, Kevin Duffy, and we whacked up the money, and I bought the pirate ship and the ball bath in 1990, I think two or three. It was like 9,000. And it's lasted all this time, and all my kids played on it. It's got to be the best 9,000 you've ever spent. Ever in my life. First of all, uh, the children love it. All ages loved it. When I coached, I coached all four
1: of my kids you know, four sports deep baseball. Isn't football, it wild soccer? Not only kids loved it, the kids that when you bought it loved it, their kids actually love it too. Right. Kids of kids. Right. Two generations played on that prior to Shout out two generations. That's
0: crazy. So um as we speak, it's being dismantled. Sean, Marais, shout out Sean Marais. I don't know if you listen to my podcast, you fucking fat pig, but you better. Um, I was going to take, take the ball bath over to Sean Moresh because there's two drop-dead gorgeous, beautiful daughters, little little daughters, and they loved it. When they came over here, they loved the ball bath, but uh, we picked it up, and it almost broke, so we're not going to be able to move it. So I was going to give it to Sean, but I can't. Um, so shout out your daughter, Sean. I'll give you something for Christmas for them. Maybe I'll give you a picture of the ball bath, and you could just blow it up and put it in their room and say what could have been, right? Listen, it's a thought that counts. Thought that counts. That's what I mean. So the pirate ship and the ball bath are going. They're being dismantled right now. And we got so much play out of that. So many amazing videos, uh, sliding down the slide, uh, getting caught in the ball bath, um, running around on the pirate ship. i say it's epic. I'd say it's iconic. So uh, it's gone. And now you can say, why, Stu? What's going on? Well basically uh You um, got choked up there. It's a it's a big moment. That's, I don't know why I got phlegm in my throat. Maybe it's because of this fucking Ozempic I'm on.
1: No, nah, it's emotional, man. You're getting rid of your, your prized possession. Yeah, Nine thousand. It, it's, it's not like... tears.
0: It's not tears. It isn't tears. Um so we're building a palace for my wife. The palace could entail a full movie theater, uh an amazing hut, uh insane barbecue apparatus? We don't know yet. My wife's going to design it. My wife's going to have full and final say of it. And we will build it to her specifications. Shout out Sandy. And we're going to name it Sandy Palace. And Alex, I need a little feedback here. Do you think I should surprise her and make her a statue out of stone? And and it's just Sandy Fine. A full, full, full
1: length body yeah I don't know about that she wouldn't like that right do you think she would like that no I know she wouldn't all right that's so why what? I want to do it oh got it okay you know what I mean that's fair should I do it hmm I mean like from my perspective that would be funny I think it would be funny exactly because like, like it's but a beautiful for you beautiful it's palace. A terrible idea beautiful palace for me every day she has
0: to walk past a statue of her that she fucking hates she could be like in Greek. She can go like tutu. Tu. She could go to. Is that what Greeks do? I think Greeks or Italians. Greeks and um, Yiddish. Yiddish. They're like tutu. Tu. Okay, I got they're it. They're like spit tutu, tutu. Tu. Fair, um, but it's gonna be amazing, and that that isn't gonna happen until a year from now. So we got plenty of time. Plenty of time. You know, April May of next year maybe. So that's what's happening there. Um, That's not a year, that's like six months. Six months, six months. And then maybe then also we're going to put the pickleball court and the full basketball court. You know, things are happening. Things are going to happen. But, you know, that's for another day, another time. So that's what's happening right now uh, in my backyard. And uh, it's not emotional, but it is a mess. It is a mess. Um, And that's really what it is. And of course, when we dump everything in it, Always we use winter bros. Shout out Patrick. Shout out winter bros. Shout out winter bros. Shout out winter bros. If you
1: you need a dumpster, if you're getting rid of stuff, if you're moving, if you lost your wife because you gamble too hard because you don't, you're not rich and it's to have fun, but you lost your wife, you lost your kids, you lost your marriage, you lost your life and you need to clean out your home, why not choose winter bros? You need a dumpster. You need to throw away your life that you just ruined. Right. Might as well call winter bros. Exactly. Now, how about this? That's not an ad. That's just personal. Uh, if people tell me they need a dumpster, it's always Winter Bros. Now, how about this? What if you kill your significant other? Can you put the body in the Winter Bros dumpster? See, now you're just getting them complicit in your future murder process. I'm plus. not... No, no, no. They don't know anything. No, You can't yeah. do it. What do you mean? They're going to turn you in. Okay, fair enough. Unless... So that won't work, everyone. Yeah, what don't do you think? Do, do you that. think they get the body and dispose don't of do it? Don't do that. How many people would... Buy, I mean, that's a great Do not, pitch, not do that. Because no.
0: Patrick... Patrick Winters, one of my best friends, gives me 50-yard line jet tickets, amazing free. Uh, we have access to their free luxury box, the best one at UBS. It's the gift that keeps giving. So we're personal friends. We must. Have, how many dumpsters do you think
1: we've gotten from them? A lot of dumpsters. 40? Is 40 a real number? Um, I don't know how many. Between, but yeah, it's, it's between, definitely between over 20. 20, 20 say over 40. Over 20.
0: Between 20 and 40. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. And and even if it's like at 26, we're going to eventually get to 40.
1: Correct. So the, it's, it's between
0: 20 and 40.
1: It's going to keep going up. Keep going. It won't go less. No, can't never go less. A, you can't take a dumpster back. Correct. Exactly. That's exactly. my actually, in a lot of life scenarios, you can't take a dumpster exactly. back. Exactly. And you know these other dumpster people that you rent a dumpster and they put it on your
0: fucking property or they put it in front of your house and it looks disgusting. I, 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 when I ask for the dumpster, I say, give me the, Cleanest, newest one you have, and they do. It's pristine. It's green. It's breathtaking. Matter of fact, you can eat off the floor of the dumpster. That's how clean it is before you start putting shit in it. So, shout out Winter Bros. Shout out Patrick. We fucking love you. Love you. Love you. Absolutely love you. So, um, okay. So let's go through the NFL right now. Obviously, uh, power rankings. What is your power? Rankings? Power rankings. Power rankings. Um. Third week in a row, I have the Miami Dolphins at number one, the best team in the NFL. Um, I have San Francisco as number two for the third week in a row also. So my one, two have not changed. One, two have been Miami, Frisco from Jump Street, Miami, Frisco. Obviously with the asterisk, Tua has to stay healthy for Miami to be the best team in the NFL. But right now they are, okay? Right now they are, no two ways about it. Well, obviously Dallas Cowboys were a fraud and we knew Dak Prescott was a fraud and I said it and I had it and we used the Texans plus 12 and a half. Was it the Texans that played uh, the Cowboys alley? Am I am I being confused here? No, it was the Cardinals, excuse me. Cardinals and we had speaking, the Cardinals yeah. plus 12 and a half pissing on. We had both. So we, had both. Just, we had both. When, I when just, you win I just, double I, digit underdogs. Right, exactly. close it was to my double third
1: double digit underdog on Sunday that won. I gave you the Colts. They went out, right? They were seven and a half, but it's it's almost double digit. Might as well round
0: up. Right, out. seven sort of, and a half, ten. Right. Texans, and now the Arizona Cardinals plus 12 and a half, beating um, the Dallas Cowboys outright. So, Dak Prescott is a fraud. Their defense is a fraud. Without digs on the opposite side, they are vulnerable. They're not winning shit. They're not winning the Super Bowl. So, they've been totally removed. Uh, number three right now, under Frisco, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, so it's Miami, San Fran, Philly. The two teams under that right now are uh, now that Joe Burrow is getting healthy, and we make Burrow, and then we make the Baltimore Ravens. So that's my top five. Okay, wait, so wait, that's wait how you're putting Burrow at four after Bur- what he's looked like. Burrow at four, and uh, the Ravens at five. Those are my top five teams.
1: That Cincinnati one's a a wild pick because they're last, they're dead last in the division. So a power ranking, you have two in the same division. Yes. Okay, that's my top five right, now. and you put them
0: over Baltimore. Correct. Correct. Why? Um, I just have a little more, I have a little more faith in them. I have a little more confidence in them. I watched Burrow go 0-2 last year and then he ended up, what do you want, 12 in a row. They covered it. They cover against the number. I mean, they pushed last night, but you know. That was a that was a fucking brutal push. Brutal push. Way. We needed that to, to offset. Those backdoor off touchdowns yeah. are brutal. Yeah. That was horrible. Tampa Bay played like shit. Well, I mean, listen, be honest with you, Mike Evans dropped a, a touchdown pass on a, And he dropped two other passes. He dropped three passes. He made a couple of great catches. But um,
1: listen, that Jalen Hurts throw was a phenomenal throw for that touchdown. That first touchdown to make it, I think they went up 10-3. That throw was incredible. He is incredible. I mean, just watching that play. He threw, like, listen, there's some quarterbacks that make throws where they put it on the money. And then there's other times where they throw the ball Knowing their receiver's going to anticipate they're on the same page, that was one of those cases that throw is beautiful. Right over the defender, who had an incredible leap right over his fingertips, put in the bread basket, perfect placement, and listen, 31 teams tried to get that play band where Jalen Hurts goes under center and they push him. Uh, because 31 teams don't have a quarterback that could squat 600 pounds. Shout out, squatting 600 pounds. Shout, Sh- shout out. out. You hear it 45 times a game, but it's you hear it because it's, it, it's a play that literally is unstoppable. You go third and two, fourth and – if you stop them on third and two, it's fourth and one. You can't push it backwards because the kid's too strong. He's picking up every short – like, to have – like, a, it's almost like a cheat code. It's like having one of those you-don't-go-to-jail-fucking-cards f- from Monopoly when you you land on uh whatever it is, community chess, All right. Bottom line is this. I don't even know if that's a card. You know what I'm saying, though. Bottom line is this. That play is broken, and every other team is trying to get a ban because of how good they are. They could do it themselves, but they can't do it. So when you have goal line stances or you're fourth and two, how many times – your are third and goal. It looks so easy to pick up a yard, and every other team can't do it besides the Eagles. When the Eagles get down there, it's almost a touchdown every single time. You're never stopping them. I think they're like 99% from getting it in. I mean, that's why the team's so hard, because they have the wide receiver weapons, they have the defense, and they have that. So they're a fucking tough team to beat. Every single week, they're tough. Yes, no choice about it. And it looks like they're going back to the Super Bowl. And now you have the Commanders who just got exposed. You have the Cowboys who, you know, they look as good as they could ever look to start two games and then they lose to the Cardinals. You have the Giants who are obviously fucking going nowhere. So, I mean, that's another thing. You have the Chiefs, too, and they're not in your top five power rankings, even though their division is Absolute trash. They're not.
0: They can't, they can't. They can't. They can't. They're not. But
1: people saying that they weren't going to make the playoffs. They
0: scored seventeen points
1: on fucking Jacksonville, and Jacksonville has no defense. I don't
0: Stop. care. They're they're, they're, in, they're, first they're no, in first place. They're not good. They're in first place. They have great players. They are in first place. They could be twelve and zero. They're not that good.
1: Patrick Mahomes is
0: that good. They're not that. good. Travis Kelsey is that good. They are those two.
1: Correct. But okay, they that's all are, you need.
0: They are not that good. I'm just saying that's all you need. They're not that. They're going to make
1: the playoffs. The people that don't have them in the playoffs. And they're, they're, all of those. They're people? out. They'll lose in the first round. I don't think that. I think they're going to win again. They're going to lose in the first. I think they win again.
0: Now, back to back. Now, if Travis Kelsey consistently bangs Taylor Swift, because Taylor Swift, I think her name is called Mother. People refer to her as Mother, like the mother of all mothers, the mother of all women. She might uh, be so connected with life that she will get the breaks and maybe Kansas City uh, wins the Super Bowl in spite of being a shit team. Uh, I think it's that if you combine Travis Kelsey and you can draw combine Patty Mahomes with Taylor Swift, that might be an unbeatable combination. You know my stance on this. Yes. Explain your stance on this, Alex, because I would
1: like the people to listen to the stance. So if you want free money for the rest of the year, or at least as long as this relationship, you know, you you have to root. Listen. If you want free money, you have to root for Travis Kelsey can I say and I'm not, Taylor Swift.
0: I'm not saying I agree with what you're going to say. No. But I'm not saying I don't.
1: Listen. I'm not saying I don't. Listen, people already believe that there are script writers. And what's a better script than Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? And what's another? You know, now you have Taylor Swift at the halftime show in the box of Travis Kelsey. And then Usher's going to just throw her a mic.
0: Shout out Usher. She's
1: going to come down on a fucking one of those zip lines from the box to the stage and do a hit with Usher. That's a guest appearance that's just going to happen just because the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. It's in Vegas. Usher's performing. Now you got Taylor Swift there. Bottom line is this. The NFL has looked at the ratings, and even if you're not a football fan, if if you're a pop fan, bottom line is this. Taylor Swift and the Chiefs were the top of... Topic of conversation. There were actually wasn't another, like if you have feeds, unless you blocked that phrase of Taylor Swift from your timeline, that's actually all you saw. So it was a Sunday that was filled with Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Actually, it existed all of Sunday. It existed all of Monday. You couldn't escape it because it's that big. So bottom line is this. If you want free money, what you do is you just bet the Chiefs because if you're the NFL, you need to keep this charade going. You need to keep this relationship going and uh, you're giving them every call. So whatever their line is, they're going to cover it because they're just going to get every call for their history of life. Um, and barring any setbacks as far as injuries go, um, yeah, that's that's the pick. And that's why the Chiefs are going to continue to roll and... uh That's why I have them in the Super Bowl. So it it also helps my, I had them before this, but now that this is uh, transpired, it's just uh, solidified my argument. So yeah, Chiefs Super Bowl with the NFL, giving them every single call in life, because when you have the biggest star in the world at your games and you get a new set of eyeballs, I mean, these people don't know what football is, okay? And they're tuning into these games. So yeah. That's it. That's why the Chiefs are going all the way. All
0: right. So, again, a lot we've spoken about. A lot we've spoken about. College football. Let's go directly to college football because is
1: Colorado,
0: again, going to be humiliated this week by USC?
1: No, USC's defense is, is so bad. That they they'll they'll move the ball. It's not an Oregon defense where they're shut, but their offense or the defense is gonna get. I mean, it's just Caleb Williams, and he he's coming off an off game. He's coming off a game where he was a 34 point favorite. They had a week off. They kind of you know this was a a kind of they never really took it seriously. They look sloppy. So you're getting a Caleb Williams that I mean, if you just look at the box score, he had a great game, but. He, he's coming off a poor performance, missed some throws. Uh, he's going to look to get back at the top of the Heisman candidate case because uh, Penix Jr. is, uh, I think he, he jumped to the odds on favorite. He wants to get that back. So you're going to have a Caleb Williams that's hungry. A Caleb Williams said coming off a tough game. Uh, yeah, they're going to put up some fucking points. And this total could be a telephone number total. And to be honest, I, I don't know. Shador, it's coming off a game where he got pressured. He couldn't really do much. Couldn't do anything. He still completed like seventy something percent of his passes. So it's not like he had a bad game. He just had no time. But that Oregon D compared to this USC team is uh, night and day. They don't really have a defense. USC. They're not. They're not a powerhouse. So they're going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to, you know, score. So it's not going to look as bad as the orc.
0: What is it? the line on the game? What is the over-under right now?
1: 21 and a half. Uh, the over-under, I, I would it's guess 70. 70s, I, would guess, 70s. I would guess 70. Let me go check.
0: So this this has like a 65-30 game written all over it, give or take. Right, right now
1: it's 73 and a half.
0: Right, so they could be 100 points scored.
1: Easily. Easily.
0: And that game is on at, I think, noon. I think it's noon Eastern, that game. Yeah, that's the Fox noon game. Wow, I'm glad it's at noon instead of 10 o'clock at night.
1: No, 10 o'clock for them. is it's it, Maybe they don't have the, you know, that, that game was all of the hype. That was the rivalry game that was off of the TCU and the Nebraska win. They're coming off a loss, so maybe the hype dies down. But that four-hour game at 10.30, where it started at 10.20 and didn't end until 2.30. The Colorado State game? I mean, just it's too oh long. Four God. hours is too long. Too long. Yeah, so at, at four hours at noon, you can't have it too. No, no, you can't have
0: it. Oh, that's true. It'll run into the 3.30 slot. Shit has to
1: be tighter. Correct. The A 12 o'clock game, a, a really long game barring overtime, you have to get that 3.30 slot cleared out. So it, it will never be four hours. So I put them on at noon because even with all the theatrics, you have a tight schedule to follow.
0: Correct. Correct. Okay, so looking forward to that because we're personal friends of Deion Sanders. Shout out Deion. Um, so we're rooting for him, in theory, every single game. Even listen, we listen, might I be love, I love Dion. We love Dion. We might be betting against him. I'm very a, I'm hard a this Caleb
1: week. Williams. Stand though. No, shut out so, Caleb Williams. Listen. Bottom line, we listen. Friends over family. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely. No, t- when it comes to
1: gambling, there is That's no it. friends. There are no friends. There are no friends.
0: There are no families. There's winners and there's scumbags. That's all there is. And
1: sometimes you push, so it's an awkward situation.
0: Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you push. Okay, so now, um. What else have we really not covered here that uh, we want to tell? MLB
1: playoff situation?
0: No, I'm not involved yet. Not involved yet. Let's wait until the regular season ends. It's just like, it's amazing
1: that August and September,
0: you have not heard a peep. I love it. I love it. Nothing about New York baseball in New York. It is so bad. No one even talks about. But this it.
1: is why. This is why no one says a word about the Mets or the Yankees. There's this is has to be the first time I of my remember. life of my life I can remember. Well, I was born in '91, so you had the Yankees who were complete dominating the MLB for late, I would say late the '90s de- until the de- now. The decade, right? The, that decade, uh, the first decade I was born, every single year. Uh, the second decade, every single year, and you know someone makes the playoffs. You know, or they're in contention. For both of them to not be in contention, this is why the MLB lost tens, if not, you know, I would say 10 million. Because not having them in the conversation, you take away the biggest eyeballs, the biggest set of eyeballs in the Northeast. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. It's crazy. No one's talking about baseball. They don't give a fuck. They have not said a word. Yeah, because wh- wh- what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk, to talk about. about. You're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Rays, or you're going to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. Like that's the division. You're not talking about Atlanta Braves. You just don't No. The only talk about the Atlanta Braves is when the Mets have a shot and they're getting big daddy dicked by the top dog in the division. But when you're out of it, the baseball is meaningless. Nobody gives a fuck. They just don't. So that, that that's, that's, I like it. Cause I'm, I don't know why this year in baseball, I'm usually into it. I'm usually ready to roll by playoff time. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Either. And I was over in the month of May. So it's just been, uh, it's been one of those things that's lingering. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that it's not here. So,
0: yeah. So, I mean, next week, this is the last week of the uh, major league baseball. Right. And then we'll go season. into the,
1: you are pulling for the miraculous Cubs though. Yes. Sh- shout out Chicago. Cause you want to be there while they're in the, absolutely. I'd like to catch a playoff game. Correct. Absolutely. And I think they're in the playoffs right now, right? Diamondbacks are 82 74. They are 82 74. Wow. So you have the Braves. Phillies are 87 wins. Brewers are going to win the division, it looks like. Uh, Dodgers going to landslide, win the division. I mean, what are uh, the, the Yankees, the Mets? and the Padres, have pa- to be the, the wildest. Laughing stock to of baseball. Not, to, ha- to not have a, a wild card team, or not be in the wild card out of those three. Mind-blowing. It's impossible. Impossible. Somehow it happened. It did happen. It shows you money doesn't mean dick. No, money and, means money means a lot. Well, you can't it's, spend any more money than the Padres did. Yeah, I would say all three coaches are incompetent. All three organizations are incompetent. And there is no excuse. Someone has to be on the the guillotine. You have to cut off a head. I don't know who. Every organization needs to have a firing, if not multiple firings, because it's so incompetent to not make the playoffs when there's the extra wild cards now. To not even sniff it. It's. It's. I don't give a fuck about injuries. Everyone has injuries. It's incompetence.
0: Yes. Um. I. I didn't want to bring this up because it is so depressing, and it is so like. Same old, same old, same old. How the fuck did anyone ever take Zach Wilson with the number two pick?
1: How is that no, even because, because fucking possible? They, they watched him in the combine make a couple throws at BYU. He put the... Listen, no one's doubting his arm talent, okay? He has the arm. For some reason... He just doesn't have what it takes to ever play in the NFL. And
0: How can he pull the trigger, alley?
1: Because he played at BYU and it's a soft-ass fucking conference with a soft-ass schedule and he had no competition and he probably had an O-line that could protect him. Listen, I'm just saying, if I'm drafting a quarterback, I need to see a quarterback with uh, a shit defense where he doesn't have a crutch to fall back on. He has, you know, you can't just put a guy who has a conference schedule like that. Like, does he really have the competition? Did he ever play against elite level competition in his college career? Like, no. So I'm drafting quarterbacks that are put through the gauntlet that I know for a fact can hold up. Like when I watch Caleb Williams and I watch his O-line, just sometimes he doesn't have it. Even when he doesn't have an O-line and he could scramble, like the kid is just an animal in every aspect of the game. Like he's an NFL quarterback. There's nothing you could tell me barring injuries Even with an injured foot, he still played elite. So, like, I look at it like I'll never... uh, No one's ever getting drafted from BYU again. Like, that's what Zach Wilson is. He's destroyed. If you're a quarterback, you're not going to BYU now because you've looked at what Zach Wilson... No one's ever getting drafted again. He's ruined every quarterback ever coming out of BYU for the rest of eternity. That's how bad he is. Now, can I ask something? Is he even a backup quarterback? No. No. Like I, what do you mean? If you're a Jet fan, what'd you see on Sunday? You watched an incompetent quarterback who literally has never been a quarterback who has had more chances than anyone. No one's had more chances than Zach Wilson, and he keeps. He, he, they're stuck because you put all your eggs in Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson was like the guy to like get groomed by Aaron Rodgers. Four plays into the season, he's now thrown back into a role. He has no confidence. He's probably needs a sports psychologist that they weren't giving him because they never thought that he would ever play. So like they didn't invest into what they probably should have in the off season. And now you have the guy who didn't make it, who was thrown so many opportunities last year, never had what it took to really take that next step. And now he has no confidence. So even if he was able to develop into a player that did, you, you just threw him to the wolves because now it's the guy who lost the locker room last year. And Mike White throws a touchdown pass in a blowout. I think he threw the 63rd point in that game. So you have a guy who was your guy last year. Mike White was the guy. Mike fucking White. Before he got hurt. Mike fucking White. Listen, he he made plays. Listen, the difference between Zach Wilson and Mike White is Mike White took shots. And whether, I don't know if it's the OC telling Zach Wilson not to throw the ball down. But you see the play calling. You see when it's third and long, they just hand it off and punt. They try to play field position. They try to make their defense stay in games. And somehow the defense the defense is still incredible. They go to halftime, and there's still a shot in every game. So you have to look at it like they're just playing safe. But Mike White, when he was on the Jets, he took shots downfield. He made plays happen. So I don't know if he Mike White just didn't listen and just did it. There's a difference. Mike White throwing that touchdown pass to make the, uh, the Dolphins beat the fucking Broncos, beat the brakes off the Broncos. I mean, put up that 63rd point. As a Jet fan, that has to hurt because you know that that was the guy. That was probably the guy that should be where Zach Wilson be was. But since Zach Wilson was picked so high, it's almost like you have to fall on the sword because you're stuck. Because to, you can't get rid of him because you took him with that pick. So you'd have to admit that you were incompetent and they weren't ready to do it.
0: Well, this is what I've been told. They have sold out the entire season. Their paraphernalia and all their merch. Their apparel. Their apparel um, is sold out through the fucking ball sack in anticipation of Aaron Rodgers. So they can't sell any more seats. They can't do any better this year already. All eight fucking home games sold out, ninety-nine percent. So they do not need to make another move this year. They're gonna punt on the year. They're gonna live and die with Zach, and they're gonna wait for Aaron next year. So this is literally also there's the no entire gar- fucking year. There's is no a guarantee waste. though.
1: There's no guarantee that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. None. I mean, he's he's one of he's one of one. He's one of one, and I guarantee he'll try to come back. But it wasn't even like you didn't even know if he would hold up this season to begin with. Now you're taking a guy that's coming off an injury that's at you know 40 years old, and hasn't played for a year. So like that's never happened. No one's ever done you know came back from an injury like this at this age. Never. So so even if you punt this year, you don't have a. What's a fallback plan?
0: There is no fallback.
1: No, the fallback plan. You need to find a quarterback now, so that if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, you have like the. What's the point of waiting?
0: Maybe the trade. Maybe the trade deadline. If Minnesota, literally, they're zero three, pretty much done. They don't have the defense to shut people down. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins could go to the Jets.
1: Kirk Cousins now. Is- if Kirk Cousins goes to the Jets. They can win the Super Bowl. I mean, Kirk Cousins. They can win the Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins. I, this is what I said before last week. If you're shout out a, Kirk Cousins, we need you. If, Let's win the Super Bowl with the JETS 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 Jets. If you're a Jet fan. The ideal situation was you guys looking lost. Zach Wilson proving that he doesn't have it, which he has. He doesn't have. Does it. Does not. He never will. And to be honest, I don't ever, know. Ever I don't know if he never will, but I can guarantee he never will with your organization. Yes. Like he just he's lost his head. No. So maybe a change of, change of scenery, but most likely he's done in New York. So I mean, I I just can't see a scenario where he comes out of this ever looking like a starting quarterback in New York. But your best-case scenario is the Minnesota Vikings going down 0-3, where now they they have zero wins. They look lost. That's an actual quarterback. Kirk Cousins, if you put him on this team, that team's scary. They could win a Super Bowl. And they look – you still have a conference win. Like, they beat the Bills. You know what I'm saying? So you still, you're still you still alive at this point. You might big be 1-2. So big that win it's was. It's still wide open. 1-2. the two. Bills might run away, but – one and two in the division, they don't have like, you know, you have the same divisional rankings as the Bills and you have the tiebreaker. Correct. So
0: they're not dead yet, but they're dead. But with Kirk Cousins, they're fucking alive. So I'm thinking an outside shot. Minnesota goes into the toilet and at the trade deadline, somehow, somewhere, some way we get Kirk Cousins and we make a, a late run. Now I like Kirk Cousins a lot. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about just a touch here uh, before we end up the podcast Us. Uh, only Stew, uh, episode thirty-five, uh, New York Giants. What'd you see against Frisco?
1: Absolutely nothing. Now, they, was like, it because Saquon was hurt or it went to matter? Uh, I mean Saquon's a huge part. I'm, I'm always going to say that. You just uh, the presence he brings. He's a monster. Everything he does is underrated, and for some reason, he Gets no one, no respect. No one's ranked lower than Saquon for what he's done for the organization. So I'll always have that point. Uh, they still would have got the break speed off them. Right. Okay. Their O line is actually terrible, but my favorite thing is just talking shit about Daniel Jones, even when he might not have a shot and he doesn't, you know, have the O line. It's still a $160 million guy that I personally don't think ever had what it took to be a starting quarterback. Well, out of the 12 quarters that he's played this year, he's performed
0: in two 12 quarters. He's performed in two. Second half of the Arizona. He was a no show week one, and he was a no show week three. So, week two, he played the second half against Arizona. He was a no
1: show first half. That first half, there are no excuses against Arizona. Versus the 49ers, every excuse in the book. It's a better defense, it's a better offense, better special teams, better coach. Everywhere you're outmatched, and you have no O line. Fine. Okay. But versus Arizona, I don't think you have. You have to make something like if you're a well, good, Dallas couldn't. No, if you're a French Dallas couldn't. No, 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 no. Dallas, Dallas is two and zero though. They might have. It might have been one of those. Look they, at, they, look they didn't even fucking. They didn't take they get them. Get off the bus. They didn't take them serious. They didn't even they never get never off the took bus. Them serious. And to be honest, when you get punched in the face, sometimes you just get fucking smacked. It's the NFL. There's weeks where you just don't show up. But for the Giants to, I don't know. If you're a starting quarterback, you you can never get beat twenty nothing to the Arizona Cardinals and in a half. I don't give a fuck who you are. You have to make something happen. And he didn't. So, I don't. I just, to people who said that the Giants are real, they're contenders, to look at this roster. Now you could say, oh, but the O-line, well, the O-line didn't fucking change preseason. It was the same. So, for you to have the expectations that the New York Giants were ever going to be in a playoff picture, that they were ever going to win more than one playoff game, you're delusional. That's all I can say.
0: So, will the Giants get into the playoffs this year? No. Okay. Um, they're fucked if they don't get in the playoffs this year because they're stuck with Daniel. No, Jones.
1: they're not fucked. They were never beating the Eagles, like Ever. so. So if you if you're getting in the playoffs, right, you have to. I I feel like to to make noise, barring you being Eli Manning on a run of life, you're not getting to the Super Bowl unless you win your division. So if you can't win your division, what's the point of even talking about it? Because you're just like, that's not gonna happen. It just isn't. Okay. So if you were never beating the Eagles, getting into the playoffs is like you sneak in in a wild card game and then you're playing on the road. Like it just what, what what's the point of even they were never getting in the playoffs. In my opinion, I never thought they were. I never thought Daniel Jones was the answer. This roster is not, you know, and this is coming from a diehard giant fan. Now, Alex is diehard giants. I'm a diehard giant fan, but I'm I Realistic. don't I have no faith in Daniel Jones, so I don't even root. I don't have like well, and an Eli I'm Eli Manning listen, hater. Listen, bottom hated line, Eli I Manning. hated Eli Manning, but at least he fucking performed when it count in the playoffs and our defense is so much better with Eli. like that defense that Eli had to the defense we have is not comparable. We got torched by the fucking Cardinals. I don't give a fuck like that's not a real defense.
0: No, they Wing Martindale has to get his shit together cuz he looks like a bust. It's right not
1: now. even get like what I all I'm saying is we overperformed to such a level with Brian Dayball that Now you have to, like, if you gave him all the credit when he was winning when he shouldn't have, now that you have all the expectations, he has to get some fucking heat for just, I mean, the roster construction has to fall on somebody. So the weaknesses, the glaring weaknesses has to fall on somebody. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. They're just, I don't, I never thought they were real. And I continue to not think they're real. Now we do have, I asked if what people wanted to, here on the pod this weekend, little questions on uh Instagram. Someone asked, where did ready roll come from?
0: Um, I made it up like thirty years ago where um I just came out of my mouth where I was in the backyard and we were working our dick off, doing some planting and doing everything, and I'm fucking shot and I had to go to uh we were going into the city to see Le Miz and eat at Le Cirque and I was fucking tired and I just like I took a shower and I said, I feel great, I smell great, I look great, ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. And that's exactly how
1: it came out. Okay, worst gambling story? Um hmm.
0: I guess the worst gambling story was uh I was stuck like 80 grand and I got this new bookmaker who had no idea who I was. They didn't know I was connected with people. They had nothing to do with nothing. And I took a shot at them and I lost another 80 grand. As it turns out, the second place that I took a shot to get even were my people. And my MO at that time, going back like, Jesus, this is like mid eighties. When I took a shot at someone, because of who I was and who I was connected with, I literally didn't have to pay if I lost. So not only did I take a shot to break even on the 80, but I had to pay this 80, buck 60. And the person, uh, a captain, mafia captain, grabbed me by my fucking throat, called me a kike like five fucking times, and said, stop fucking gambling. Stop fucking gambling, stop fucking gambling. Um, And he was holstered with a gun,
1: and it was scary as fuck. Didn't stop me. But I never felt that low in my fucking life. See, your story has a gun. My story is uh, if I had a gun, I probably shot myself in the head. Uh, biggest bet of my life at the time was uh, Ben on Gonzaga versus Baylor. Um, I did not even get home before I was dead. I think it was five minutes into the game on the drive home. It was 24 nothing. The route of routes <laughs> um, ripped my heart out, stomped on it, pissed on it, shit down my throat. Yeah, that was that was terrible. And someone asked about wise guys. So you 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 knocked two birds with one stone. Uh, favorite food, music. Um, favorite music is probably either uh yes Genesis or Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Food. Electric chair meal. How about that? One meal, rest of your life, you're fucking getting zapped because you just fucking did something horrendous. I open up with two dozen baked clams. Okay.
0: I go shrimp, scallops, clams, lobsters, mussels, over a linguini in a fra Diablo sauce. Okay. Dessert. I have a fabulous Caesar salad with anchovies and extra Parmigiana cheese.
1: In that order? Or just No, no, okay, that's the whole it, meal. It, that's it, the it. whole meal. Um dessert. You only get to pick one, too strawberry shortcake really that's a fucking honestly you deserve to, whatever you did to be on death row strawberry short shout out strawberry that's shortcake that's almost that's almost a death I row I fucking sentence. love strawberry shortcake listen strawberry shortcake I've ate
0: 30 women's asses with jamming strawberries and whipped cream up it and that's the best shortcake shout it so out so you
1: boof the asshole with strawberries and shout, whipped cream at least 30 times interesting shout it out they have to work with you on getting those strawberries out your tongue can't get them out I put them in my
0: mouth. I opened, their, I opened their asshole up because I don't know if you guys know it, but assholes open like fucking four inches, five inches. So if you think of vi- vaginas like loose, fucking fucking ass, an ass is much looser. You could put anything up an ass.
1: You could put any. Listen, words of words. Just I mean, a quote. Quote that. I'm not. You saying could put I anything didn't, up. But an I'm
0: ass. not saying I didn't. You could jam. Plenty of fucking eight up someone's ass.
1: That's all I'm saying. Fair.
0: Shout out ass, shout out, shout out eight balls.
1: And last, uh, someone wants a new Steve Mahalik story. Something you haven't said on the podcast. Something about Steve that you have not disclosed. An old, old, new all religion story. Just something about Steve. What's something about Steve that someone doesn't know? What do you got? When
0: I met um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno, and I spoke to them about Steve. And they literally revered Steve in a light like he was Jesus fucking Christ. Um, they both did not speak English well when I met them. And they just said, Steve is the creator. Steve is the inventor. So before Arnold Schwarzenegger, before Lou Ferrigno, Steve Mahalik was the number one bodybuilder in the world. And his training really uh, filtered into Arnold's and filtered into Lou Ferrigno's. And Steve um, was always their mentor. And it was very, very interesting. And when Steve got in the tragic car accident that almost killed him, and he crawled to work out with himself with no use of his legs besides his friend helping him, and came back to the bodybuilding scene, that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger named him the Phantom, because he was away for like five years, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, won a major contest. So I would say, with the Steve I excuse me, with meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger, and meeting Lou Ferrigno, and the, Lou Ferrigno and the way they kissed Steve Mihalik's ass, and were so complimentary toward him, and loving him, I would say that's a new Steve Mollick story.
1: So he's your favorite bodybuilder's favorite bodybuilder.
0: Exactly. Got it. Right. And I just he's wanna, the bodybuilder's bodybuilder.
1: And I just want to clarify when you said you met Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno, and they both couldn't speak English. Lou Ferrigno like grew up in New York City, so you just. He, he does, does have this. like a little... Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. he has a speech impediment, but he's... <laughs> he,
0: well, oh, he has a speech impediment. All right. So shout he, out speech I impediment. Guess, I guess
1: you could both... I, I I, guess actually what you said makes yeah. sense because Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't speak English well because he was in his native language and Lou Ferrigno just can't speak English well because of his speech impediment. Exactly. All right, fair. Shout out speech impediment. S- shout out immigrants to come into this country.
0: I love you. Shout out America. Shout out America. All right, that's it. It's only stew Podcast in the can episode 35 with me and Alex and again as always get over to belikestew.com for all your shout outs whether it's a birthday anniversary pick me up graduation funeral forget a guy that got broken up by his girl forget a girl that got broken up by his guy Whatever the case may be, you want to just send a message how bad people are at fantasy football. Stu Finer shoutouts at belikestew.com. Plus, I have phenomenal merchandise. 58 items at belikestew.com. The cum towel, all my shirts, my flags, belikestew.com. And then for my award-winning Handicapping picks, always the best in the nation. stewfinder.com, stewfinder.com, stewfinder.com. Again, I love you. Be great. Take no shit from no one. You're never, ever overmatched. The key to life is the people you hang with. You cannot hang with negative naysayers, Debbie Downers, the sky's falling, that will bring you down. Don't think you can compete against that because you can't. It filters into your life. You have to surround yourself with positives, unique individuals that love you, that respect you, love yourself, respect yourself, run right a roll, run right and roll, all these podcast. 35 in the can. See you next week. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Put comments in. Run right in a roll.